Hello, everybody. Welcome to Evan's Sports Show. I am your host, Evan. And uh, yes, um, I am back. It has been a while since I last recorded a podcast. Um, and that's just because I've been busy. And uh, really, there hasn't been much really like sports related like content or whatever to po- or to talk about because of COVID and everything being shut down. And so basically... I'm going to try to like tie all of that, uh, all of what's going on together in this episode. And um, today we're mainly going to be talking about the NBA bubble and how that's all going to go down and my predictions for possibly what could happen. And so, yeah, let's dive right in. So the NBA bubble is, um, if, if you guys do not know, it is in Orlando, Florida. Um, they're at the Disney World Resort playing there. Um, and, uh, play will start July 30th. It was going to start July 31st, but it pushed it up a day. So that's, that's good. Um, so here in the next couple of weeks, we'll get NBA basketball back, which is amazing. Like it was something to watch and I'm very excited and looking forward to it. And, um, overall the plan for this whole thing is, um, for each, for each of the 22 teams to play eight seeding games to determine playoff seat standings with a possible play-in series between the number eighth and ninth seed of each conference if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed then the playoffs would commence in a traditional format with a seven game series in each round until a champion is crowned so um basically there's there's nine teams in the east and 13 teams in the west and they'll they'll all play a couple regular season games and then to figure out the seeding and then they will all move into the playoffs go through the playoffs and hopefully and then they'll be crowned a champion unless um something happens where like the covid um, breaks out inside the bubble or something else happens then we could be talking otherwise but as of now that is what's going on so um the teams the teams started training um the ninth and um so they they train they started training between the july 9th and the 11th and um uh the training camp is ends the 29th um, one day before the um, games officially start, and they they are projecting that the NBA Finals will be no later than Tuesday, October third. So it won't be it won't run into December or anything. They're going to try to complete it at a set date, so then they don't push it and keep pushing it, and then just um, not have like an off season or whatever. Because the biggest issue is, is if stuff keeps push getting pushed back and they don't have money, and like they lose money, and um, a whole bunch of stuff has to go wrong, then um, there possibly could not be a 2021 season. That, that is a real possibility right now. Because if the um, NBA is putting a lot of money to put this together, um, that's like an insane amount of money. And so since there will be no fans or anything, like the revenue will be down. So, um, it'd be interesting how, how that goes and like the financial aspect of everything because, <clears throat> sorry, because, um, you know, 
Um, well, there's, I'm pretty sure there's a new CBA coming out this off season, so we possibly could not. We possibly could have an, a season next year, and we possibly could not have a season. Uh, obviously, all of us are praying for a season um, for next year. So let's hope that everything goes well and we get the season wrapped up. So, um, so uh, starting July 9th, which was four days ago, um, the teams began group workouts and practices and they said that there will be regular covid testing for play and players will be expected to remain on campus and if a player leaves they'll be subject to extra testing plus a 10 to 14 day quarantine period starting the 22nd which is in a couple of days they'll the teams will start scrimmaging against each other that are staying in their in their respective hotels and each team will have three scrimmages so they'll be able to play some inner squad they're already playing inner squad scrimmages, but they'll be able to play some other some other teams before um, they actually are able to play like the real games that actually matter, just to get in the feel of actually playing basketball again. Because most they've got most some of these guys haven't touched the ball in three to four months, and most of these guys or, or all of them probably haven't played sophisticated five on five basketball in three to four months as well. So they definitely need time to get their bodies back in shape, get their game back, get the chemistry back flowing, so then they'll be ready to make a deep playoff run once um, the playoffs start. So I do think it's a good idea to put a couple scrimmages in there just to get the blood flowing and get them to actually have some games and get ready for these um, couple of games that they have to play until playoffs and possible play-ins. So, uh, yeah, the, um, it says that they're... So there's three hotels that they're staying in. They're staying at the Grand Destino, the Grand Floridian, the Yacht Club. So um, teams like the Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, and Heat, they will all um, scrimmage against each other a couple of times. And then um, the Thunder, Sixers, Rockets, Pacers, Mavericks, Nets, Grizzlies, and Magic will all scrimmage against each other. And then the Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, Wizards will all scrimmage against each other. So they're kind of divided. So then they're not um, all right next to each other. And they all have to stay in their hotel rooms. They can't really... I mean, they leave for like practice and obvious, obviously, but like they can't go... Um, into other uh, into other players hotels and so yeah basically um they can't be with their families either like the families and stuff they can't come down for a while they said so most of these guys basically packed for a three-month road trip road trip which is pretty insane i've seen some people bring full out like monitors and um gaming setups and stuff and some people bringing uh i think pj tucker brought like a ton of boxes of shoes and then you have people like Darius Baisley who brought two pairs of shoes like there's a, a ton of stuff and there's been some complaints like when the team team players first got there about the food and all like the hotels and everything but I think um like Rondo said that the hotel was like a Motel 6 hotel or whatever when it's a five-star um Disney World Resort Hotel, so I don't know what the heck he was talking about, because I'm pretty sure those things are pretty nice, and they're complaining about the food, uh, JR was, um, on, on Instagram Live not too long ago, and he was going through the menu, and, uh, the NBA, um, I texted him and told him to stop it, so they didn't, because he was giving out too much information, so JR is already getting in trouble, which is pure JR fashion, 
So, um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, kind of what's going on there. There will be tested regularly almost every almost almost every day um they all have to wear masks everywhere they go or like the shields um so yeah i think they're taking pretty good precautions but it is interesting because they are in florida which is like the biggest hotspot of like the covid outbreak currently so that's why some people are a little nervous to see if this will actually like happen if it um they're hoping that it won't like get canceled or something something happens where the state or whatever just shuts everything down because of they're having so many cases and so many people are getting infected by it that they don't think it's right then we possibly as i said earlier we could possibly see the season getting pushed back more which in my personal opinion i feel like if the season gets pushed back by like so much i think you should just like not worry about it because if we're playing in January and February, then the whole schedule is just going to be totally messed up for next year. There's not even really going to be an off season. I heard somebody say um, a couple days ago that basically this was their off season. Like they had three to four months to um, like train and kind of like relax and stuff. And then he said that what he thinks they should do is once the season ends, they have a month off and then they then they start preseason all that stuff, which I think probably could happen. And I think that's probably a good plan. But uh, it'll all be interesting to see how all of this like progresses because everything is going to be so much different and um, you never know what could happen. So yeah, um, on July 30th um, to August 14th is the seeding game. So each team will play eight regular season seeding games. And once the teams are eliminated, they will immediately depart from the bubble. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so um, I, I pulled up some of the schedules for like the bigger teams. So like the Lakers, their very first game, July 30th, is against the Clippers. So that'll be a good one to watch. Um, then they also play teams like Toronto, Utah, OKC, Houston, Indiana, and Denver, and Sacramento. So obviously, they're the best teams. So they probably have one of the easier schedules. Granted, like teams like Toronto, OKC, and Houston, and the Clippers are pretty good. But, like, I'm pretty sure everybody wants to see the Lakers in it, you know. And the Clippers, they play the Lakers and the Pelicans. Those are two good teams. They play Dallas, um, Portland, Brooklyn, OKC, Denver. So they have a pretty they have a pretty hard schedule. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens for them with Kawhi and PG, if they'll still be playing well together and if um, they can make a deep run. Because everyone's predicting, um, or before everything shut down, everyone was predicting that the championship was going to come out of L.A., which I still believe possibly could happen. And they said that it would be a Western Conference Finals between the Clippers and the Lakers. So um, with players getting infected and deciding not to play because of their families or like health issues and stuff, um, I feel like all of this could be changed. So yeah, uh, well the the number one team in the East, the uh, Celtics, obviously, or not the Celtics, sorry, the Bucks. They play the Celtics, um, the Rockets, the Heat, the Raptors, the Mavericks, and and uh, Memphis. So they have a pretty hard schedule, but um, they're one. They're probably they're like the second best team in the NBA. They're one of the best teams, so they should be able to hold their own, and they'll definitely be a lock for the playoffs. And yeah, they'll probably be the one or two seed. I wouldn't be surprised if they're anything but that. 
Then the Pelicans. This is the big team that everyone has questions about. This is the team everybody wants to see go in, obviously because of Zion Williamson. He only played like 19 games before this whole thing stopped. And people kind of want to see him sneak that 8 seed to play against LeBron. So we have a first-round matchup of LeBron versus Zion, which would be pretty interesting. But they do have a pretty easy schedule. They play Utah, um, the Clippers, Memphis, and then the rest of the teams are teams like Sacramento, Washington, Orlando, uh, San Antonio, like lower t- lower seeded, lower tier teams, teams that they can definitely beat. So if they play, if they win out, they definitely consider themselves battling for the eighth seed. Which um, I think, if we're gonna have that play-in tournament or whatever with between the eighth and ninth seed, I do think it's coming out of the West between the Grizzlies and the uh, Pelicans. I think we'll have a play-in tournament for that because the Grizzlies are a very good team, and everybody wants to see the Pelicans in for multiple reasons because they want to watch Zion, and they're one of the more exciting teams in the NBA right now. So everybody really wa- really wants to see what they can do, and um, I definitely think that they're gonna that. If things pan out how they were when the season ended and both teams are still at like the positions that they were and the level that they were, um, that they'll definitely be that the Pelicans or Grizzlies will be four games out of the eighth seed, which currently the Grizzlies are the eighth seed, but you never know what could happen. So I definitely think we could have a possible playing tournament there between those teams. And speaking of the Grizzlies, their schedule's looking like the hard teams or like the better teams they play is they play Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, OKC, the Pelicans, Portland. So they have a pretty hard schedule, um, which will make it a bit more difficult for them to like. They're definitely not a lock for the eight seed. They're gonna have to play well and play together. But they can do it. They have Jaw, who's the who is my rookie of the year, and he'll probably win rookie of the year. You have Jaron Jackson, who's a very good four. He plays well with Jaw, and then you have players like Dylan Brooks and Jonas Valanciunas, who are good role players. And they kind of have just been really, really surprising to most people. And I think that they're going to continue to do that uh, once this restart um, like happens. And I think they're definitely going to go far. And honestly, I, I believe that they're still going to win out and they're still going to have the 8th seed. And I think that the Pelicans aren't going to make it, even though they have players like Lonzo, Zion, Brandon Ingram, all those guys. I just think the Grizzlies are much more like, they're much overall better team and they, they've they been playing very well together. And I, and I think them already being the 8th seed is definitely going to help them out with getting there but like i said earlier um i would not be surprised if we see a play-in tournament between the grizzlies and the pelicans because that's probably what everybody wanted to see more basketball right no one complains about that especially when you got zion and jaw the one and two picks in this last draft and the uh players in contention for rookie of the year so no one's really complaining there um so yeah that's pretty much that's that for the um like the seeding game so each Again, each team will play eight games, so they'll get a good a good taste of some basketball, and we'll see if maybe this whole entire playoffs gets some kind of changed, you know? Because I personally, I think it's going to be hard to make predictions because players aren't there. There's new players in to fill the players that aren't there. Um, players could get sick at any time. Obviously, injuries could still be a huge thing. 
um, teams haven't played together for three to four months. Some players haven't even touched a ball for three to four months. Like I feel all the chemistry and everything that we that um, the teams had is just gonna get totally like messed up. So I think that they will. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see how everything plays out and if and if um, the good teams stay as dominant as they were, or if the bad teams kind of take over and kind of build and become more becoming the play, get in the playoffs you know and it'll also be interesting to see like these younger teams like washington new orleans um okc and um the grizzlies like let's like to see if their their young guys are up to the task and see if they can pull through or if the more experienced talent uh, more experienced like veteran teams like the lakers clippers celtics like if if they will be able to just kind of like how the playoffs are they'll be able to be able to just keep at the pace that they were originally at so um if we do have a possible playing tournament it um it is dated to be august 15th to 16th so it's only two days i don't know how many games they'll be playing but I would assume it's probably a one-and-done thing, or maybe a two-game. Maybe one each day. I honestly have no idea. Um, and then the playoffs will begin August 17th, so almost so a month, a month from Friday. Yeah, a month from Friday is when the playoffs are supposedly supposed to start, and then um, family and our guests of the players and teams will be able to arrive August 30th. Um, which is right before the conference semifinals, which starts August 31st to September 13th. And then the conference finals are September 15th to 28th. And then the NBA finals will be September 30th to October 13th. Granted, this is the schedule if nothing goes wrong, if all goes to plan. But we also, we also could see this whole schedule be changed, um, in a moment's notice. So... Um, like I said, there were teams that lost players and teams that had to sign players. So the teams, when they when they landed at Orlando, they were allowed to bring as many as 17 players. Um, and the playoff rosters are consisting of consisting of 15 total players with 13 active and two inactive. So, um, yeah, cause just in case like people get sick or people get hurt, you have those players to slide in, and you're not just like losing players, which is, which is good. Um, so biggest like, on speaking on that, like the biggest signings and the uh, players that won't be that uh, won't be able to come is um. So the biggest one I believe is uh, Nikola Jokic. He got the virus, so he said he will not be attending. Um. He will not be attending the Orlando bubble, which is, is a huge hit for the Nuggets. He's their he's their by far best player. Um, if you've seen, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him, but he looks like he's lost a lot of weight, uh, so he's getting in better shape. So everybody was really excited to see what he could do, but unfortunately, he um, has the COVID and will not be able to play in Orlando. Um, other players that won't be playing in Orlando. Or players like Victor Oladipo, he said he wasn't going to play, but he is. He he just came out recently and said that um, he might change his mind and see because he just came off of that uh, knee injury and he played a couple games, so uh, he's still deciding. 
if uh, he still wants to do that or not. And and um, I think Avery Bradley said he wasn't going to because of his son has underlying conditions. And um, the Nets, they got completely screwed over. Um, they lost like half of their team. Um, I think they said Wilson Chandler's not playing. Spencer Denwoody's not playing. DeAndre Jordan's not playing. Kevin Durant's not playing. Kyrie Irving's not playing. So um, I don't think there's much of a chance for the Nets because obviously like all of their good players are gone. And yeah, so they're really they're really gonna struggle from that because they were on on the cusp really of making the playoffs in anyways and now with with um well KD he hadn't, he hasn't played in a Nets uniform yet but with their current best player and Kyrie Irving being out um with a I think a knee injury that's definitely going to hurt and they people were thinking that maybe KD should come back but KD said no because he learned from his lesson last year if he comes like too early he could re-injure his leg he just said I'm going to sit out and get healthy for next year so then me and Kyrie can go off next year which I think is a smart move and uh yeah but uh so they lost the Nets lost like four or five players but they did sign players like Jamal Crawford Michael Beasley and a couple other um like no-name guys so obvious, obviously they're not like Kyrie and KD talent, but um, like Jamal Crawford, he's like 41, but he's still pretty good. He, he's a, he's still a good shooter and ball handler. Michael Beasley, he had like two or three years ago, he was like an up and coming, like really good player. I mean, he's older, but he was going off in New York, and everybody was thinking that he was here to stay. But unfortunately, some uh, teams did not see the same that the public eye did, and he was out of the league, and now he's back. So. Yeah, and uh, other bigger, other big names is um, Demarcus Cousins. He will not be playing, coming off of his um, re uh, rehabilitation after tearing his ACL in August. Um, people were thinking that he was going to come if he was going to sign with the team or not, and try to uh, maybe get some playing time so he could uh, go somewhere in free agency. But he decided to opt out and said because um, he was he, he's currently on the Lakers and he said he might play for the Lakers. But um, he said he really hasn't ruled out signing and playing with the team. But basically, he just said it could ultimately come down to how comfortable he feels before jumping back into NBA action. So I honestly think at this point with training camp and or not training camp but with like training and uh, practice starting, I don't think teams are really looking for many more players unless something like drastic happens. So I think he's a pretty much lock for out. And uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I already said that he wasn't going to play, but he all, he um, actually tested positive for COVID, I think, once or twice. And uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting because he's like their sixth man. He's a very good player for the Nets. And uh, we'll see if that takes down his um, – because he put something up on – I think it was Twitter or something. It was like a GoFundMe or I don't even know. But it was like whoever pays me the most or whoever – gets like the last person to get this like to the to like the money limit or whatever can pick what team i go to in free agency which i thought was really weird and i really don't know what's going on there but yeah and DeAndre jordan he also tested for covid so that is why he would not be playing um as i said 
Victor Lajiba will not be playing because he ruptured his quad back in January and didn't return to the court until um, until a couple until this year. He only played 13 games, and um, they determined that it would be better for him to focus getting 100% back for the 2021 season, which I think is good because he's a good player. And it's unfortunate that he got hurt in the way that he did, and I think um, he can do good thing, big things for the Pacers in the future if he stays healthy. So yeah. And uh, recently, they just came out with a report that said that Russell Westbrook got the COVID. So um, that that is not a good that is not good for the Rockets. They're just gonna have to um, now. They only have James Harden, but um, Russell he might be healthy or he might be able to be fully recovered um, between now and when the playoffs and all that stuff starts i really don't know how severe he has it i just heard that this morning that he got it so we'll see how that goes um and then for the wizards they said that bradley bill will be sitting out um he will also because he he um is gonna have surgery on his right rotator cuff that he's been dealing with so That'll, that's that's a big loss for the Wizards. Not that anyone thought that the Wizards were going to do anything, but their only chance to ever do anything was have Bradley Beal on that team because John Wall obviously is still hurt, um, and he is rehabbing from his multiple injuries that he had. And so Bradley Beal was really their only focus. He was he was amazing this year. He was averaging about thirty points a game, and he was really going off. And um, he will not be joining the team in Orlando because of his surgery and other players that won't be going is basically just um like role players and other players that like really not like superstars the only superstars really is KD, Bradley Beal, um Kyrie which are pretty much the only superstars so due to all of these player and Jokic sorry due to all of these players not um coming to Orlando and saying that they're going to sit out for their health and safety and all that stuff, which I totally get. It's um, 100% their choice. It's probably the smarter choice. Just stay safe. Get ready for next year. See what happens. But um, because of that, teams had a couple of days to, to where they could sign players. And so some of the biggest signings were the Lakers. They signed Jair Smith, which um, I don't really know how that's going to go. It's going to be definitely interesting because... Last time JR played with LeBron, he um, forgot to score in time and cost them a playoff game, which um, was very unfortunate, and uh, it was really hard to watch, and uh, people still don't forgive him to this day, which, um, yeah, so, and he already got in trouble, not really, but he already kind of got in trouble in Orlando, so, uh, yeah, definitely be interesting to see how JR contributes to the Lakers with Bradley being out. Um, if he slides in as the starter, if he comes off the bench, if they start Caruso or KCP, really, um, whatever they want to do, uh, we'll see how JR does. Maybe if he does solid, maybe we'll get another contract, but honestly, I don't think he can really recover from what happened in the finals. And I think that his playing career is most likely probably over after this. So, yeah. And, um... Another signing is the Clippers. They signed Joakim Noah to a multi-year contract. Uh, Joakim Noah hasn't played in a while. Uh, last time he was very relevant was when he was uh, in Chicago, and he was becoming a really, really good center uh, and defensive center. He was in the Defensive Player of the Year um, 
conversation and he was really coming into his own but he's as he's gotten older and everything he's kind of digressed severely and hasn't really find us found a spot on a team yet um also the knicks um they did some weird stuff they waved alonzo trier and claimed theo penson on waivers from the brooklyn nets so i don't i didn't really get that but i mean in the freaking Knicks, they suck they're their management is one of the worst, and they're one of the worst teams in the NBA, and they're not even in the bubble, so I'm just going to slide past that. Um, but the bigger news, or the, probably one of the biggest news that came in, or this last, well, came June 25th, but like, is Vince Carter retired. Finally, at 43 years old, Vince Carter is counting, is calling it quits. So, yeah, that was, um, that was interesting to see. He had a heck of a career. He'll probably he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. Um, I watched um, his dunk contest when he went absolutely ballistic. He he was he was insane. Him and T Mac were very good together. And yeah, Vince Carter will definitely be missed. But I think it was definitely time for him to move on. So yeah, um, another like big news and signings of the bubble is i said earlier um westbrook has the covid we don't know what's going to happen there uh rajon rondo earlier i think on sunday he broke his thumb during practice and he'll be out six to eight weeks which could possibly be a big blow to the lakers him being their backup or starting point guard um you know playoff rondo usually goes off so it'll definitely be interesting to see how if he comes back which i doubt he will but how the lakers deal with that and if if um it has an effect on their team or not and uh, a funny story that came out uh later um later or earlier today sorry um was rashawn holmes a member of the kings um he is now going to be quarantined for eight days because he went outside of the boundary to get some postmates which i think is hilarious um because everyone is complaining about the food he just wanted to get some more food stepped out of the boundary and now has to sit in his hotel hotel room for eight days which is pretty funny um also i think his mom like tweeted something like roasting him which i thought was pretty funny i don't know he's kind of stupid i don't know what he was thinking but whatever um yeah speaking speaking on the kings the kings lost like half their team i think buddy healed he's out jabari's out um Rashawn Holmes is out. Like they they've lost most of their good players, so basically they're just relying on Bogdanovich and Fox, which um, I don't think the Kings were like, oh we're getting super um, underrated. Nobody thinks we're gonna do anything. I think they could do something. They have a good they have a good young squad. Maybe they might fight for play in. Um, they might hit their stride and do well. And then all of a sudden. Like, two or three dudes get the COVID, and now they're just down to De'Aaron and Bogdanovich, which I don't think they're really going to do much. I mean, the freaking Kings, they won as the last time they made the playoffs, um, even though they've been close, they still can't get it together. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Fox will go off. I honestly have no idea. The, like, it's virtually impossible to do predictions right now because anything could happen. Players could get sick at any moment. So, um... I mean, I'm going to do, like, a rough predictions later, but, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's really whatever. Um, and, uh, a thing I saw this more, or, uh, tonight at, um, on SportsCenter was, uh, they, Brett, Brett Brown, coach of the Sixers, said that Ben Simmons is now going to be moving to power forward for the, for this, um, 
like the playoffs and everything, which I thought was interesting because he's been playing point guard for like two or three years. And um, I think putting him at power forward could possibly utilize his strengths of like driving and passing because as a point guard, you really need to be um, like a, more of a shooter and kind of like a um, create your own shot kind of guy, which Ben Simmons really isn't. Although he's six foot ten, has really good passing and is fast. He can't shoot at all. So um, that really hindered him. And I think putting him a power forward, like right next to Embiid, can definitely help. And it'll definitely put on some mismatches between him and other power forwards because he can definitely drive right past him. And yeah, I think playing him and Embiid in the front court might actually work pretty well. We'll see what happens as both of them actually. Ben Simmons just came off of like a lower back injury. So we'll see if he's still, if he's 100%. And, uh, yeah, this, they moved Shake Milton to point guard, which is interesting because he was going on a tear for the last couple games. But, yeah, we'll see how the Sixers do with uh, Ben Simmons at power forward and Joel Embiid. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all I have with the bubble. Um, I know it's kind of confusing. There's a lot going on and a lot of, like, on a lot of questions and uncertainty surrounding it all but as stuff starts playing i can probably get you more um direct and accurate information but from this is from what i've researched and everything this is all i've got so far so yeah um now i'm going to do some of my predictions and um who i think is going to win the finals and who i think is going to make the eighth seed and all this other stuff um, so like I said, um, like two or three times already, I think in the West, there's going to be a playing tournament between the, the, uh, Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Um, I think the Pelicans definitely will give the Grizzlies a run for their money, but ultimately I feel like the Grizzlies will sneak in and grab that eighth seed, um, with the, uh, Lakers being the number one overall seed and then the Clippers being the two seed. And then I still see a Lake, a, um, LA uh, Western Conference Finals between the Clippers and the Lakers, and it's really, really, it's really hard for me to tell who would win that. Um, I think the Lakers can probably do it just because they have LeBron and AD. But granted, the Clippers have Paul George and Kawhi. So honestly, um, it's just gonna be. We're just gonna have to see how they play in these in these eight uh, in these eight um, uh, season games before the playoffs and how they play in the first couple of rounds. Really for me. Um, to determine, but um, it'll probably be mostly once they start playing these eight games because that'll really show us what they're what they're capable of doing and if and if they um, can start right where they left off and still be that dominant team. And uh, yeah, in the uh, East, um, I don't think you're just going to be playing tournament. There's only nine teams. The Wizards aren't going to do crap, so the eighth seed is going to belong to I think the Magic. No. Magic or Nets or I honestly have no idea, but I don't think the Wizards are making it in. They're just they've lost their best player and the other best players out, and so they're they're really just they really don't have any players and I don't even know why they got invited, but whatever. Um, I think the ones the one seed is going to be the Bucks, obviously, because they're one of the they're probably I think they're the best record team in the NBA currently. Yes, they have the best record in the NBA currently, so I do believe that they will keep that up and still be one of the best teams. I think they easily make it past. I think they easily make they easily make it to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and I feel like they go up against. Well, here I, I might not say easy. It depends if they have the Raptors and Celtics in their bracket. 
if they have the subjects in their bracket, then they might then it might be hard. If they have the Raptors, I feel like they could probably get through that in about five or six. But the Celtics, that could possibly be a six to seven series. And um, yeah, but I still I still have the Bucks making it out of the East. But I I honestly could see the Celtics making it out of the East too. It's really hard to tell. And then so let's just say we have Lakers, Bucks. I think the Lakers are going to pull it out, and LeBron is going to win his fourth ring. Um, but it's going to be probably in a game game six or seven because both the teams are really good. Giannis is a freak, and it would be interesting to see how AD like guards him, and um, if if even if AD guards him, or maybe if they put LeBron on him. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen. But yeah, this whole playoffs is definitely going to be interesting, and. Uh, Everyone's saying there's going to be an asterisk on it because um, some players, some teams don't have their don't have like their star players, um, and lots of stuff could happen. So I definitely think there will be an asterisk over this championship, but it really doesn't matter as long as you have a championship, you're a champion. So like, and I think the asterisk is just going to be for like these uncertain, like weird times that we're in, not just because oh yeah, well this team didn't have this player because he was hurt. Because if that happened, there'd be an asterisk last year when the Raptors won because freaking uh, Curry, Clay, and Durant all got hurt. So that's pretty much why the Raptors won the won the championship last year. So there, you put an asterisk there. But I think they're they'll just put an asterisk just because of how weird and odd all this stuff is. So uh, yeah, um, basically that's pretty much all I got for tonight. Uh, here, what I'm gonna start doing is I'm gonna start becoming more consistent with this. Um, I'm gonna start posting. Or I'm gonna try my best to post every every Monday and Friday, um, probably later in the day. And unless any any like breaking news happens that I'm like dying, that I, like have to cover like the day of, then I'll do that. But for the most part, expect them expect this to be on Monday and Friday. Um, I'm in the works of creating a better of creating a better logo for the um, the pod because right now I got it basketball is kind of boring and I kind of market myself better. So um, yeah, I'm in the works of a couple of things. I got a couple ideas flowing and uh, yeah, I'm going to try to be more consistent for you guys and try to really give you some, some good, some good content to listen to. Cause on, cause honestly, it looks like we're going to be quarantined probably more because the COVID's not leaving, but it'll definitely be nice to have basketball back and, uh, towards the end of July, more sports will be back, and uh, it'll definitely be nice. Nice to definitely just have sports back, you know. Also, um, I'm gonna be start talking about um, not just like solely the NBA, because the reason I'm solely talking about the NBA is just because that's like I love basketball, and I've just I put most of my time into basketball so like i've researched a lot i know a lot about it so that's just where like i'm at like my expertise is in but um i'm gonna start talking about football baseball like all those those like big sports when they start coming out um when they start playing and uh news starts coming out so um if you're here for only basketball um content or reasons um it's not going away but um there's going to be other sports involved as well. It's not just going to be basketball. I'm going to try to mix some other sports and give it some different, um, some different variety for you guys. So you, you aren't just listening to basketball. And if you get bored and you're like, oh, this guy only talks about basketball. Well, 
I am I'm more than capable of talking about different sports, and I am I can easily do it. And honestly, I'd like to do it and uh, get me more knowledgeable and maybe and maybe be more entertaining for you guys. So yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.